Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, and for the first time since February, I'm joined in person by Joey Nagel and Garrett Jacobsmeyer. It's been 259 days. We made it. It's hello. It's been a while, but we are back. Alex Cora is back, and the Red Sox are going to be back in 2021. We have our manager back. Excited. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, no, it was expected. I mean, I knew that it was the right decision. I didn't know if the Red Sox would actually do it. I got kind of nervous with all the the Sam Fold stuff getting thrown around. They're saying that he is a a very possible option. One guy was saying, "Don't already give it to Alex Cora. Sam Fold's a real option." But I think we did kind of know that it was going to Alex Cora. I mean, they they flew down to Puerto Rico to visit him, like a king. He was like, "Come to me." And they and they went to Puerto Rico. They flew down there. They talked to him, and they got what they wanted to hear. Heim Bloom was convinced that Alex Cora was the right option. We have our manager back for 2021. Yeah, and even right up to the day before they actually uh, announced him, they were saying like, "Don't count out, you know, these other guys." I think maybe the, the last two guys, not even still, not just fold, um, but and then they, you know, there was always that feeling that he was. Cool you got to make coming. it look real. Yeah. You got to make it look like you did your work. I, I definitely think they else. tried. Like right up until like the day before, they were saying like oh, it's not set in stone yet. But I mean, I love that they they essentially announced it at the same time Pennsylvania flipped from red to blue. Of course, yeah. I we, mean, knew we knew there was, was going to be something when it was happening at the same time as the election. You knew that there would be some kind of crossover where the Red Sox kind of try to hide it. That's how they do everything. They announced that Dave Dombrowski was fired the night that David Ortiz throws out the first pitch after getting shot. So it's just what you've come to expect from the Red Sox. It didn't surprise me. but um, The general public or baseball fans didn't get nearly as angry as I kind of thought. I thought there was going to be this collective anti-Red Sox feeling on the internet for a little while. I didn't see that as much as I thought I would. I feel like that already kind of exists, especially Yankees fans. They already kind of call us cheaters, even though... We didn't Some cheat. kid responded to me in your comment section when I said I thought it was funny how they announced it when Pennsylvania fr- flipped from red to blue, and they announced it. And then um, he said something completely, like, completely out of context. Was not even related to the subject whatsoever. And it was about the Red Sox and the Yankees. I wanna. That's my favorite one. It's just so off topic. It makes no sense. Let me find it. Um. Oh, he deleted it. I did see a bunch of comments in like the MLB post because MLB posted Alex Cora is back as the Red Sox manager or whatever. And there were a bunch of comments um, where they call him a cheater and be like, that guy shouldn't even be in baseball, blah, 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 blah. I don't get that. I don't I don't understand it. Like, how is it any different than so, I think it's even less significant than someone using PEDs and everyone who uses PEDs, they get a second chance. Yeah, well, it's turned into like if Alex Cora can return and AJ Hinch can return. Pete Rose and Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame, and I agree. Well, with absolutely. That. Yeah, yeah. I everybody I mean, deserves a second chance, and the thing that people always look past, especially non-Red Sox fans, is that Alex Cora was cleared of all wrongdoing in Boston. Yeah, he was. He that, was thrown yeah. under the bus in Houston. They really scapegoated him, and he admitted. Cora admitted that he he did wrong, and like he he's very apologetic about it. I was reading today. Um, from Heim Bloom said, "Our conversations were lengthy, intense, and emotional. Alex knows that what he did was wrong, and he regrets it. So Alex Cora is a very passionate guy. He loves the game of baseball. He said he missed being in the game of baseball when he was away from the Red Sox. 
So I can see him being being very apologetic um, and kind of regretting what he did and happy to be back. I really do like that line, though, how Heim Bloom's conversations with him were lengthy, intense, and emotional. I could I see it like a... something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Everything's so dramatic with the Red Sox. Honestly, it really has been. This whole thing with the, the cheating accusations and the firings and the... It's been really kind of soap opera. And just for the record, Alex Cora's um, reintroductory press conference is tomorrow, I think, and there are going to be no owners there. Yep, no John Henry. He hasn't spoken to the media since, I believe, February, so to probably be fair, before this. Do we know if he's capable of speaking to the media? I mean, reserve judgment. <laughs> we got to reserve judgment on him before criticizing him. I don't why even you, know why if he did knows. you have to bring that up, man. I, that <laughs> phrase is just burned into my mind. I know. I I have I have very little respect for John Henry. I don't think he cares that much about the product on the field, especially given this He's year. He's just the money. Yeah. And like I I understand it. He is the owner, but like I don't know. It, it's I see upsetting. Sam Kennedy more as like the head of the Red Sox. Yeah. And like Tom Werner was also like it was unacceptable what happened this year. So I respected yeah. it even if it was, you know, even if he's kind of BSing, like I respect that he said it at least. And he showed his face to the media, unlike um, Mr. Henry. <laughs> this team has been weirdly dramatic in the way, you know, in the past couple of years. Going back to when they didn't put Mookie Betts on the uh, on the season ticket thing, I like. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. We've just been so petty and the opposite of what. Honestly, like, ever since we won the World Series, it's been a train wreck. We've been the opposite of this like shining beacon of like the standard for baseball clubs. And yeah. we've had our controversy in the past, of course, but when you think of baseball clubs, you think of the Red Sox as one of those top kind of teams everyone looks up to. And we've been like pe- petty ex- ex-girlfriend kind of thing for the past couple of years. It's been weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... That's very accurate. I don't really know what that's all about, but I'm hoping that we can get back to being like a real baseball team. I mean, we won the World Series and just flat out dipped. Yeah. It, like, we don't need Craig Kimbrell. Closers don't mean anything in this game. We can Let's throw Matt Barnes bullpen. out there. We trust him. Yeah, I I, I have faith in Heim Bloom, and now that Alex Cora is back, I have faith in him too. So if you have guys that you trust at the front office level and the day-to-day management level, I feel like that's a good combination, those two. As long as they actually are willing to spend money, I think we should be in a good spot. Um, and I think the manager... We talked about this, how Ron Renicky was kind of thrown into the whole situation, but the manager's uh, attitude and how he motivates his players is a big part of a baseball team, and I don't think anybody's better at that in the game than Alex Cora right now, especially with the players on the Red Sox. you got Rafael Devers, who is like Alex Cora's son. Xander Bogarts loves having Alex Cora there. Everybody loves having Alex Cora there. I don't think there's a single player that doesn't like AC, so this whole time, like I said, he makes the most sense. He's the best with the players. He's he knows the game of baseball, and he can make good strategical moves. So I, I think that um, I was honestly, even though I knew it was coming, I was surprised that they actually hired Alex Cora because this whole year the Red Sox have just been making the wrong moves. So it was like surprising that they actually did something smart and brought him back. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to support the manager. I'm all for Alex Cora here moving on. I'm I'm still a little bitter about the whole the whole with the Astros thing, and I understand for the Red Sox standpoint. From the Red Sox standpoint, they have the justification of you know he didn't 
he didn't do it in Boston. Why why do we have to care about it? And uh, you brought up the point that you think it was a manager, Jason. You thought it was the uh, the upper level people telling Core what to do over there in Houston when he was orchestrating this thing. I don't know if I fully fully buy into that, but as I'm standing right now, I know that Cora probably was the right move. From a baseball standpoint, definitely was the right move, and I'm excited for the future. I'm just, I'm still one of those guys who is very bitter about what the Astros did and how they got off with what I thought was very lenient punishment. So, I agree. That's just me, and I know a lot of the baseball world feels the same. That's why you can even look at this hiring; and you can be all mad about it, even if you understand that he didn't do anything with the Red Sox. You still can be bitter that none of these guys really paid the price. But I'm all in from now on. Let's go. I'm excited. Get back to some winning. Yeah, I, I totally see what you're saying, and I definitely there's definitely some blame for Alex Cora with what happened in Houston. But like I was saying before, I think everybody deserves a second chance. And what he did wasn't really that bad compared to other people who have done things that got back into the game of baseball. Yeah, so you move on. You move on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and what it comes down to at the end of the day is winning baseball games. And if Alex Cora is our best shot to win baseball games, then have him as manager. I'll, I'll take a little bit of. Um, dumb comments from Yankees fans every once in a while. I mean, they, they're they in no position to talk. Their manager is Aaron Boone. Yeah. We're, we're always going to get that as Red Sox, Red yeah. Sox fans. And honestly, I, I'm always going to be hypocritical as a sports fan anyway. I'm still always going to see A-Rod as a cheater, even though like my logic of you move on isn't going to apply to that guy. <laughs> it's the sports fan cycle. It's what you do. But in reality, I understand that this is the right move from a baseball standpoint, and you, you do your thing. You win games. So I'll take it. I'm really hoping that this year we can get some of that Red Sox-Yankees rivalry back because baseball is more fun God, I hope so. when the Red Sox and the Yankees yeah. are both good. There's so and many hateable people in the Yankees. How can we not have that? I know. I know. Like, Luke, Luke Foyt was the home run leader this year. What's up with that? I mean, all it is is flicking your wrist and throwing it, you know, like 314 feet down the right field line, jumping all over the place in an empty stadium like you've just won the World Series. But we know that's never going to happen. Yeah, and Alex Cora brings some of that fire too to the rivalry. Yeah, like he's he's been chirping that. He's intense. He loves the 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 moment, and so I, I'm really hoping that that rivalry comes back. I'm just hoping that the Red Sox can be somewhat enjoyable and resemble a baseball team this year because we didn't get that uh, in 2020, 2019. It was kind of it was frustrating. It was frustrating. The yeah. expectations were so high. It was almost the same team except for two big bullpen arms and. You could tell the bullpen cost us that season. Yeah, so I'm hoping now you got Alex Cora back. Uh, you can kind of have a fresh start after the weird 2020 year. You can come back into hopefully a new full 162 game season. We'll see. Not guaranteed, hopefully. man. Not guaranteed. <laughs> You'll come into some kind of baseball season, and with Alex Cora back as a manager, hopefully you can kind of reignite the spark that you had in 2018, and just have some good baseball games that are enjoyable to watch. That's all I want. Well, it's also Heim Bloom's first full offseason and the first offseason where he doesn't have his hands tied and is forced to trade one of the best players yeah. in baseball. Yeah, he so now he can now. actually do his thing. He has so much financial flexibility. And, you know, I think the opportunities are so endless. Like, we're going to touch on free agents later, but there are so many people you could see with the Red Sox. And that's an exciting thing. And hopefully they don't disappoint like they have in previous years well it matters how it matters how long the management is looking like what kind of distance how many years you're trying to build a world series contending team and i think 
you brought in Hyam Bloom almost to not do that in two years. You know, and that that's kind of my thought. That's what I immediately meant to, because this guy is not, you know, Dave Dombrowski was the spender. You know what I mean? We brought in a guy to build. So the whole th- free agency thing, when we're looking at guys to get and we're looking at when we're going to compete and contend, it all comes down to when does management see us doing that? Because Hyam Bloom's the guy to get us that in the long term, I think. I'm just, I don't know what their decision is in the short term. That's all. I think their whole plan has kind of been a mix of both. Um, Sam Kennedy has said it, Tom Warner said it, that when they brought in Heim Bloom, it was, they had a vision of the future, but they also want to win now. They want to be constantly competitive while building for the future. I think Heim Bloom's a good guy for that because he's great for building for the future, obviously. He's already brought in some great pieces from um, the trade deadline this year and just small little signings. But he's also capable, I believe. He didn't really get a chance in, well, I mean, I mean, look at Tampa Bay. He They made it to the World Series this year, and that was mostly because of him and how he built the team. I give a lot of credit to Heim Bloom for the Rays making it to the World Series this year. So I think he's definitely capable of making a win-now team that also looks towards the future. Because again, look at the Rays. They're a win-now team that also has a lot of young guys and a lot of good players in their farm system looking towards the future. So I definitely think he's capable of doing both. See, it just takes time to get there. You well, know, absolutely. It, it, yeah. it takes a couple of years. Yeah, um, I think we'll so be are we pretty solid go, yeah. like, for the next few years, but I think maybe you know, like three or four years down the road, I think we're going to be lethal if Heim Bloom does what he does and develops players. I, I agree. I just think it's tough as like when we're looking at the offseason, we're like, oh, we should really get this guy. It's, it's tough to balance the understanding that management is thinking about three or four years down the line too. You know, so... I think as Red Sox fan, we're used to kind of being able to bring out the checkbook at all times. Um, but we're kind of in a different stage. And we're at a different stage where we have hope rather than, you know, what the heck do we do to dump salary? We suck so bad. So it's better than it was last year for sure. Um, I'm just excited to see what he does. I think that if you look at the team that they have right now, before you start getting into the free agency predictions and who they could bring in to bolster that, I think as a a core right now, they have kind of a mix of the future and the present when you look at their team because you got Rafael Devers, who's really young, and he's part of the core. you got Xander Bogarts, who's still young. You look around, you got Bobby Dahlbeck, who's now going to be in the major leagues moving forward, and he's young. He's got a future. The outfield, Verdugo's the future. Ben Attendee, hopefully, is still the future. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Michael Chavis, I don't know, but... Hey, yo, what about Pedroia, bro? He's he's doing something, right? Hey, he was reinstated off him. the DL, or the IL, sorry. Right. You I mean, sensitive <laughs> We got the jerk, future Joey, there, too. Come on, bro. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. It, we'll get to Pedroia in a second, but you look around this team, and it's still really young, but they're also still really talented and can win right now. And I think a lot of people are forgetting about the people that we're going to be getting back from injury. Chris Sale is huge. Insane. We have... Just coming off of injury, we have an insane, insane arms. It's just I mean, we get our two best pitchers back. It's wonderful. And um, the like we we've said this over and over, but the offense was great last year. Still, even though the pitching was that bad. So if you get back those monsters in your rotation, you go out in free agency. You're willing to spend now, so you can get some bullpen guys. Hopefully, with Heim Bloom, they actually make a like a good bullpen. That never happened with Dave Dombrowski because he's just not capable of that for some reason. But <laughs> hopefully Heimblum can do that. He did with with the Rays, so hopefully that, that can happen. 
and then the rotation isn't that far off. Maybe get one guy, two guys, maybe. And I really like how this team is set up for next year. And now you got Alex Cora back as your manager. I think they are definitely trending in the right direction. They're def. I really don't think that they're going to be anything close to the way they were in 2020. I think they're going to be competitive. I don't know if they're going to be competing for the division. That's yet to be seen, depending on what we do this off season. But I think they'll definitely be a competitive team competing for a playoff spot. Also in a really tough division, though. Yeah. So you got to factor that in. That's a little scary. I also should probably stop saying that because we also said they would get second place in the yeah, division this year to, and get a wild card. So we'll hold back. We'll year. step back on that. Yeah, we got to take hold that for later. You know what? Bit. We're going to come in happen. fourth place. We'll reserve judgment here. Reserved. I like it. Fair. I also like the thing is I hope we build a great bullpen, but I hope we don't use it to the extent that the Rays and the Dodgers used it in the World Series because as a fan that was hard to watch. Like I understand the moves, and for the most part they work out. I mean, there was one move I know what we're all thinking yeah, it didn't bad. work that out. That was bad. That and was that's why atrocious. there's too many nerds in baseball, man. Exactly. That's, the exact that's thing right. right there. I mean, yeah, that was go the to the analytics. Go to the analytics in a game. You got to win with the best pitcher in the whole freaking world. Well, he's thrown seventy three pitches. He struck out. Uh, the first three batters in the lineup every time they've third they've time come through to the bat. order. You got to let's take bring it in out, Nick man. Anderson. He's given up a run in seven straight games. Give me the righty. Ugly. He only got 7.3 hours of sleep last night instead of the full eight, so he might not be able to make it the full way. Yeah, uh, 73 pitches is a lot. The analytics know. say that if your tire pressure is off when you're driving to the stadium, you shouldn't be pitching more than four innings. It's statistically That's just bad the way luck. It goes. It is. I mean, we we looked at Blake in between innings. He was tying his cleats, and we thought, you know, that put some excess stress on his fingers. <laughs> we didn't think he'd be able to snap the breaking ball as good, so. Uh, we felt like 73 pitches was a good mark for him. You know, we were leading, and um, the bullpen hadn't been great, but, you know, we uh, we figured we'd save him for next season. That was ugly. <laughs> yeah. That was ugly. Never Kevin Cash is never going to live that down. Yeah. I mean, that was yep. – you can't you can't back that by any stat. Well, that's the thing. I don't think it was Kevin Cash. It, it, no, it was it was management. Yeah, and they were like, we have all these we have these guys here who come up with you know who come into work every day in their colored white shirts and the pen tucked in their little shirt pocket, and they tell us that the analytics say third time through the order, take the pitcher out always. I mean, the thing it wasn't with him, yeah, you know, yeah, but as a manager, you have to have a feel for the game and feel. As a momentum. manager, you have to. And who the heck doesn't trust their manager to be able to say, screw off, I mean, this is what we're doing. Yeah. How do you... Thank God we, we have a manager who's good enough to do that in Cora now, yeah. you know? I mean, the Dodgers and the Rays going to the bullpen every single inning, it wa- it honestly wasn't that fun. I like what a, What I like about the playoffs is I like seeing pitchers go deep into games and they're just dealing like Blake Snell was. That would have been, you know... That was the best start of his career, mm-hmm. and he was yanked maybe like you could say like two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through. He had so much time left, and if he had continued to do what he did, I mean, like he's a hero for the Rays, and you're forcing game seven. And it was only right that the Dodgers took the lead two minutes after the new pitcher came in. That's how it works. You knew it was going to happen because – Everyone at home, even watching it on TV, you have a feel for the game. And I like Kevin Cash, he has to tell the people upstairs, like, do you see what's going on? I can't pull him. But yeah. he didn't, and I don't understand. Like you said, you gotta have a feel for the game. 
especially in the postseason, especially in a World Series game. You gotta the analytics can only do so much in something like that. That's so adrenaline driven and hot hand. Whoever has a hot hand, that's what the playoffs are all about. So whatever your analytics say, I don't care. Blake Snell was dealing and let him keep pitching until he shows signs that he can't keep doing that. You're telling me a number can account for all the pressure that you have on a World Series pitcher? Like, yeah. come on, man. He had the Dodgers on the ropes the entire time. Josh Donaldson said there were zero stress innings for Blake Snell, but there were six stress innings for the Dodgers. They knew they couldn't hit him. And after the game, when they were asked about it, every one of them smiled. And Cody Bellinger said something like, you know, it was great that we forced him out of the game. Also, I, imagine being that bullpen guy coming in knowing that it's a dumb move knowing that the guy ahead of you set the bar so high coming in for a world series game you have to win and he nick anderson gave up runs in seven straight appearances yeah he he fell apart in the playoffs well we got a manager that can figure that out i hope i mean here's the thing let's let's have a couple nice bullpen arms but let's not make it as deep as the rays so that we can have a starter go six we have seven, eight, nine, done. It's going to be refreshing to have starters go six again. Yeah, you know what? I never want to see an opener again. I don't yeah, care no, what no, those stupid yeah. stats yeah. say. The Dodgers did it in the clinching game of the World Series, and I was incredibly disappointed. If I have to make another graphic with like Colton Brewer as the opener, and uh, I just I need five starting pitchers. I don't want any of these random dudes getting called up to pitch one inning. If I ever have to hear the name Jeffrey Springs, Mike Kickham, Robinson Liar, all these, I don't want to ever see them again. I'm done with those people. I need competitive major league pitchers who can actually pitch more than one inning. Well, what's the theory behind the opener? It's the beginning of the order, isn't it? Is that the, the yeah? Theory? Well, they, they analytics. Think, yeah. No, but what's, what's <laughs> the logic the behind it? Is it the ask beginning the of the order? Is it the beginning of the order? Like you don't want to get into the meat of the I order? I guess yeah. Your best three hitters are the first three in the lineup. So so if you reverse the game and you send like a closer out to get them done, you start the game off well. I mean, like face value, it makes no sense. Like who cares if they hit a leadoff home run? It's one nothing in the first. Couldn't you inning. just shift? You have nine innings. Your batting order from tradition. Like, are we going to see that? I re- oh. If that starts happening, where they start putting their best hitters like sixth, seventh, eighth. <laughs> well, my understanding, yeah, my understanding is that it's about the hitters. So, first of all, when can you switch the lineup order? Like during a game, like when do you have to submit your card? That's a factor here. But if we're breaking from tradition with an opener, why wouldn't we break from tradition with a batting order to counter that? Like, I don't know. And that's you, the you're thing. telling me in ten years, if this continues to be a thing, we won't see that. I, I can't. Think be we terrible. Will. I, I think can't we will. have that. I can't. No, I can't. It, it would become the cat and mouse game that nobody wants. Baseball. It's an interesting game. thought. Yeah, that sucks. I Imagine also, being before you watch a game. Like, oh man, who's in? JD's hitting spot? Like, let's go. Like, that's something that you just not have to think about that hard. You know? I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, let the game be. It's been like this for so long, and. I I hope that this surge in analytics, like how they're taking over the game, I hope it starts to simmer down and they just become a part of the game but not dictate every single decision like they are right now. Yeah, I don't want baseball to become some giant math equation or math problem because like that's not what the game is supposed to be a sport. It's not supposed to be where on the field do I put this guy to make the percentage chance that he gets out this number instead of this number or what quadrant of the outfield does his left foot belong in so that he can properly make a, a fast jump to his left or whatever. It's just, it's way too much. And it's, 
I don't even think it really makes that much of an impact. I mean, you saw that thing with Mookie Betts a few years ago when he had the card in his pocket and shifted Joe Maurer, and then it was hit directly to him, and he waved the card. That's cool. That doesn't really... (laughs) I mean, mean, whatever. It it was hit right to him instead of him having to take five steps to his right. Whatever. It's all about the long run. It's all about, like, you know, pull your starter third... When you're seeing the third time, you're seeing the order. Um pull your starter that's what he was going with that's what kevin cash and or secret management man behind in the dark alley behind you know telling him what to do um but that's all in a long run through a season what really ticks me off is when you apply that like this makes sense through the hundred game over 100 games how in a 60 that, how game does season that make sense? let's save our how starter in the sense? world series it doesn't. Got to like, keep them fresh. Like keep them fresh for it? those off-season workouts. You justify it by over in the long term in this whole series, this makes sense. Or the whole baseball season, this makes sense. But you can't justify that for the one game. That's just not how those statistics should be applied in yeah. any way. I think the whole analytics thing needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Like Analytics are great and they can help you, but they shouldn't dictate everything you do. I think you still have to have, like we talked about, a feel for the game. You need to be able to see the analytics, understand what they mean, and then take them into account in a way that fits the game and not just listen to whatever they say without even thinking about it. They help you by a marginal amount through 162. They do not help you enough to justify through one game or yeah, one series or I even agree. the playoffs or even 60 games. Or, or you know, They help you make decisions. They don't tell you what the decision should be. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. Like I, I've heard the teams script out like 20 different situations that may happen in a given game and what to do in every single one of them. And, like, you can't quantify momentum. You can't quantify, like, you know, if you're carving up a, an opposing team, like, you can't quantify that you're dominating a game. The players are humans, not numbers or statistics. They have uh, they have adrenaline. They have... Um, Just, like, like, sheer competitiveness. Competitiveness, clutchness. They They have these traits that you can't turn into a statistic or a number that can be calculated so there's a lot of different factors in the game that need to be taken into account other than just what it says on the stat sheet yep yeah but man that was just something that really ticked all of us off wasn't yeah it? too many <laughs> too many nerds in baseball. too many nerds in baseball that's the conclusion here um let's move on to the red sox and their off-season plan so we were talking about how they've put themselves in a good spot what can we actually see them doing? They, they've they kind of... Have they directly said that they're willing to spend money? They've kind of suggested it, and they I, said I, that they would be in the future, but is this... Yeah. I got the I got the suggestion. Like, they're... they're Not that they're planning on it, but if the right guy comes... They're open to it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen rumors here and there that say they're willing to spend money. Um, hopefully, they will. First off, we have some different moves that have already happened. Uh, Jose Peraza is no longer with the team. Yeah. He was outrighted. That did not work. Oh, that was disappointing. God, that, no, that was... I hated him from the beginning. You take Brock Holt's spot, you suck. I hope you suck. Yeah. Well, I, it was disappointing to have that fail. He was. Yeah. It was hard to watch him though. He swung at everything, and he didn't make contact on anything. It was I a good attempt. He, it... he was just clearly <laughs> not good whatsoever. You could just tell, like, wow, this guy is really bad. Is that the guy that? Jason made the prediction on. Can we roll that That back? he would hit like 350. I've been hearing a lot about how great Jose Peraza is and how he's impressing everyone and how much uh, potential he has and all this great stuff about Jose Peraza. This is probably my boldest prediction, but I believe fully in this. 
355 average. Oh my god. With three homers. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, that was a, that was a whiff. That was couldn't have been more wrong. Not not one of my best takes on this podcast. Well, Were we in person for that one? No. No. No, we weren't. Because that was in like July. Like before the season started. That's true. Oh, that's Ew. right. Yeah. What were we even... Hold on. I want to look at what we were talking about in our last episode in person. Yeah, it was episode one. 35 called Brock's Got No Socks. <laughs> <laughs> it was when Brock Holt isn't on the Red Sox anymore and we were upset. That's very fitting because we're talking about Jose Peraza who took wow. his job. That's funny. I we, found my Brock Rock, by the way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we preview spring training and share our players to watch for. Joey does his Pedro Martinez and David Ortiz impressions. And we talk about science. Hey, what's the date of that one? Uh, February 20th. February? February 20th, yeah. Wait. So this was, this was pre-pandemic. This was... Yeah, it was the last we, time we were... Pre-pandemic, yeah. We're talking about the upcoming season, but the upcoming season that never actually happened. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's wild. Wait, so it was on the 20th, so it hasn't been 259 days. It has been... 264 days. It's a really big difference. Thanks, Joe. I mean, hey, that's almost 100 days short of a year. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so Jose Peraza is gone. Too bad. Uh, Martin oh, well. Perez, Red Sox declined his option, making him a free agent. Shaking my head. He wanted, He said explicitly, I want to be here. Yeah, but what if you picked up his six point whatever million dollar option? I'd consider it. I'm sure they considered it. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they <laughs> like, did. Here's you the think thing. they were just like, no, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know. Didn't even think I about thought, it. I thought Martin Perez was really. I thought he was pretty good. It, it was well, a short sample on the size. Scale of what the Red Sox rotation was this year. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty good compared we to were, the rest. We had a chance of winning. Yeah. I don't know. Like and the fans loved him. He was very active on social media. Yeah. I hope I hope this is a move to decline it now and see if you can get him back on a shorter or it's on possible. a lesser deal. It's possible, but the way I see it is they have no reason to settle for Martin Perez right now. The ho- they have the whole off season ahead of them. They have much better options that they should try for first. You don't want to settle for Martin Perez when you could get someone significantly better. Well, you're going to have to settle for some guys. If you get it for cheap, why not? Yeah, but you got to at least let the offseason start. I think the Red Sox really yeah. have to go after John Lester. I would love to see that happen. He said he wants to I, end I his career in that. Boston. That I would be something analyzing. I think it's going to come down to how much money he wants. Yeah. Um, but if the Red Sox I, pass up this opportunity to bring back John Lester for one more year, just to like send him off in, in a proper way, like... Heimbloom doesn't seem to be the one for fan favorite type stuff. That's why he let Brock go. Yeah, but Martin ownership m- might tell him, like, we kind of have to bring him back. We traded Mookie Betts, the second best player in baseball. Bring back John Lester so we can post on social media. Put him. On we welcome back a legend. Yeah. John Lester. It, I mean, Woo! it would make sense, but it also would have made knows? sense to do that with Brock Holt when he was cut by the, the Brewers. Yeah, but that was during the season. Okay. I mean, I, I hope it happens. I'd love to see John Lester back. I think that would be a great story. It'd be great to see him in a Red Sox uniform again. It, and it, he's still like a solid he pitcher. Can, He'd yeah. be a nice back end of the rotation. I do still think he can still play. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he got Cy Young votes, what, like 2018, I think. He got a couple. 
Yeah, and I think maybe even coming back to Boston can kind of rejuvenate him a little bit. Yeah, like bring back he, some he, of his. He was effective. He was yeah, pretty, like, I, I think he can be good, and even if he's not, it's still a cool story. I mean, if you think about it, your rotation is going to be Sale, Eddie, Evaldi, and then the the back two, I guess, are. I think Hoke's got to get a shot. Yeah, um, I think it's going to come down. There's to spring also yeah, They're, yeah, they'll probably I, get I think those guys are going to come down to spring training. Yeah, but essentially, you can look at we have two open spots in the rotation. What can we do to fill it? And there are some nice pitchers on the market, and they're interested in Matt Shoemaker. I think that could be a pretty good deal. That's something yeah. Bloom could. He doesn't excite me. He used to be pretty good though when he was with the Angels. Yeah, he did. He I mean, used to be. I. Who knows. One Heimbloom. thing that I just thought of right now, I haven't really thought about this, but what what about the possibility of trading Nathan Ovaldi? I think it's out there. I think I, it definitely is too with the injury. I think he actually um, proved his value again in this short season because he was, I thought he looked pretty good. He was healthy for he the did. most part. He looked very good. So with all that money you're paying him, I think people would be more willing to pay that now given how he's been. So it's it's out there. I think you could entertain that that option. The unpredictability of first off his health and also how he's going to perform just kind of scares me. You never really know what you're going to get from him. Maybe if he's healthy, then he can be more predictable, like he was last year. I don't know. I it it when we talk about when you were just saying the rotation and you had him as the number three, he doesn't really fit that for me. But maybe if you go out and you sign someone else that can be the number three, and then it pushes him back to four or five. Maybe have Lester's the four. Yeah. Well, maybe that yeah. maybe that works. I don't know. I definitely don't. I don't think he's our star, the three guy we really want to be moving forward yeah, with. Yeah. That that's exactly how I feel. I mean, it used to be David Price, so it's coming down to would you rather David Price or Nathan Evaldi? I think that's how you would evaluate your three spot. Well, David Price. Exactly. David Price is good. What was your point with that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. David Price could sting. I had to. I no, know. I had to give a play. shout out to David Price. Does he get a ring? Why do you have to give him a shout out? He should not get a ring. No, he's a Dodgers super fan. <laughs> um, no, it's no. like the same as giving Carabas a ring in 2018. He got one. Well, the Red Sox give everyone rings. The guys. Yeah, but so, so did the Dodgers. Yeah. What did David Price do to contribute to that World Series? He, he wasn't even on the he roster. He tweeted out that he was not changing his child's. Dodgers clothes. Okay, there we go. There's for the every ring. as long as they kept winning, he would keep it on for like two or three days in a row. Was it like a baby? Yeah, the baby was pooping in the same clothes like uh-huh. for days. Yeah, that's what diapers are for. So he's like giving his baby like butt infections, <laughs> so the Dodgers will win. Yep, and as you can see, uh, statistically, it clearly helped. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Pull up the analytics. It helped. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what else happened? Mitch Moreland is a free agent because the Padres, for some reason, declined his option. Should we bring him back? Yes, but we're we, not going to. We don't have yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Where, we, where do we put him? I don't know. I just like him. I love Mitch Moreland. He's also a Cowboys fan. He's a good player. Is he? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I thought I knew Ryan Brazier was. was. I remember I was uh I was at a urinal one time surfing Instagram and I that saw that was a Ryan Brazier. That was Mitch Moreland okay. on God. Sure. 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 Um, How about them Cowboys? Yeah, he doesn't fit because Bobby Dahlbeck is our I first baseman. Yeah, he doesn't fit in that. Yeah. Um, what Bobby's else? nice. Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, Red Sox did not offer him a qualifying offer, which makes total sense. I saw a report they were, they were engaging in discussion. They are. Yep. Apparently, they're doing that, which scares me because I feel like they're going to give him way too much money. Um, 
Would I, you take Jackie back though? Honestly, I would. Uh, not not for the long term, but in like as we were talking about, if we're trying to be like, you know, decently competitive in in, in the short term, but to be for less know. than eight million dollars uh, AAV, then yeah, I would agree. Anything Every once that. in a while, I see a story about some team like super highly valuing JBJ though. Astros are a Astros, favorite. yeah. I don't know. Because Springer is gone. There's no chance he's coming back. Also, there was all that there was like a little bit of a media poop storm with JBJ this season, wasn't there? Like Oh yeah. Yeah, there well, there was a whole thing where he treated the last game of the season at Fenway as his last one ever as a yeah, member it, of the Red Sox, which I understood. I don't know if he wants to come back even if the Red Sox do offer him they did, something. Ownership like, did him dirty kind of. Like just, they, I don't think they treated him right. I don't really know all he the was, details. I of, mean, if Jackie Bradley Jr. is like, he seems like the nicest guy ever. He is. Exactly. Like, I, if he's mad at ownership, you're doing something wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's the, the media. Maybe he's been seeing everybody. I don't know. Maybe he just needs a change of scenery. I don't really know what it is. I There's no communication, man. It's all the it's a problem between owners and sports yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's, that's really yeah. When you When you're like... When you, I'm gonna decline, and then you have these reports, and we only see it because we're fans. We see a little bit of it, but imagine, we probably see the exact same thing as these guys see. So it's always, I understand how players get bitter all the time. You know, like you hear reports about you, no one wanting you back, and then you hear a report the next day about them talking to you, and then your agents like, oh, they reached out, and then you're like, did they? I just read a report they don't want me back. Like it sucks for players. Yeah. Uh, so I can understand why we want to be disgruntled, especially with all that stuff at the end of the season. Boston with the fake news media. <laughs> it might just make sense to move on, honestly. Yeah. And kind of... It probably does. I'd like to see an offensive player out there. I think the worst thing you could do is hold on for Jackie too long, and it would ultimately stunt the growth or block the development of guys like Jaron Duran. Yeah, I think Jaron Duran is going to be our center fielder in the future. So signing Jack Bradley Jr. back for like four or five years kind of doesn't make sense no. because of that. I mean, if they get Jackie back... I think it could be a one or maybe a one year deal with like Four a years team is too option. Long and but I see other teams giving gonna, him that. You're gonna have yeah. to sign him to that. Yeah, so you would have to. And why would he take a Boston, one? So he would never take gone. a one or a two. There's no reason for him. No, to. no, right. he's he can, gonna get more money elsewhere. Yeah, which is why I still don't really see him coming back to the Sox. Yeah, you mix that with what you just talked about with ownership. It just makes more sense for him to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I like the I like the potential of Duran. I saw him in spring training. He looked Love pretty that good. guy. He was he looked good. So. Looking at this offseason, I see it as we need at least one pitcher who can be not like a back-end starter, but middle of the rotation, if we can get that. I don't see Trevor Bauer coming to the Red Sox. We'll get to that in a second. I have some other options. But somebody who can be a solid starting pitcher to add to the rotation, because we're kind of missing one starter, I feel like. Yep. Then for the bullpen, you definitely need bullpen arms. You need... You lost Brandon Workman, so you need a closer. You need someone who you can rely on at the end of games. And I would say even add another elite reliever who can be like a setup guy and then maybe some middle-of-the-road um, relievers for just – I mean, I would love a brand-new bullpen. Every single player just replaced. Well, there's not honestly. a whole lot of guys out there that can really give you that production almost guaranteed. As guaranteed I think as there are. Baseball. Liam Hendricks, I would love. Yeah. Yes, but he's going to get a lot of money. Give it to him. Just give it to I, him. I, I want a closer. I, yeah, I want a closer I, I so bad. Ever since we lost Honestly, Craig Kimbrell, be cheaper than Kimbrell. Yeah, I mean, Craig Kimbrell. It was nice because you knew you go into the ninth inning with a lead. He's well, gonna. Well, you knew that he was well, gonna load well, the bases. Well, 2018 playoffs for the most 
For the most part. For the majority of his career. He was an elite closer who you could count on at the end of games. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and I missed having that when he left. You didn't know if you were, like, yeah. we blew, like, 50% of our save opportunities without him. At least if you lost with Kimbrell on the mound, you were like, well. You we, knew you we, put your best yeah, guy out there. Yeah, we put our best guy out there. Yeah, exactly. I miss that. I miss having an actual closer. You would always come out and you knew what you're going to expect—a heart attack and a half, and then a yeah. win. But yeah, yeah. But at least you, <laughs> you got knew that you were going to win. Now exactly. we just get depression. And I'd honestly rather have the adrenaline rush and then the yeah. loss. At least I'll never like you have a legitimate the shot. The game in Houston where Ben and made the catch, my heart was beating oh, yeah. out of my chest because I was like, Bregman is about to change the series. Just for the record, Kimbrel did not blow a single save in the postseason. He sucked, but he didn't blow one. Seriously. Yeah. He may have scared you, but he didn't blow him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's him. That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Th- so, then you get some kind of bullpen that you can rely on. I just want a bullpen that can make me feel like I have a shot at winning the game when I'm uh, up by less than six runs. Well, the big thing is we got to start. Runs. We got to stop moving pitchers in and out of the rotation in the bullpen. Yeah. I think I think that's a bad thing. Like, yeah. it's going to throw everything off. And then... If we don't bring back JBJ, I still feel like we need in, in someone in the outfield because you got Verdugo and Benintendi. And then Benintendi's a big a question mark. He's a question mark, yeah. So you still have a hole. You know what would have been nice? There's that guy out in LA. Mike Trout? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, actually, I was thinking more like uh, Shohei Otani. We passed mm-hmm. on signing him. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout's not in LA. Yeah, he is. Well, he's in Anaheim. He's in the Los Angeles Angels, Angels of Anaheim. Anaheim. I need to know the story. I was actually in my car thinking about that. I need to know why they're... Well, they were the that. California Angels, then the, the Los Angeles Angels, then the Anaheim, Anaheim Angels. Angels. How far away is Anaheim from LA? It's like... Well, given LA traffic, it's probably like an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like geographically, how far away is it? I don't know. It? Why don't they just go by Anaheim Angels? That sounds cool. It does. A-A. You got the alliteration. Double A. Well, that's yeah. a little bit... Yeah. Yeah. That might be... Demeaning. That's too easy to write jokes, though. Yeah, exactly. If it's too easy to write jokes, it's not funny anymore. So I think you can get away with it. <laughs> Go back to California Angels. Those uniforms were cool. Yeah, I like that. I hate the... We were talking... Gary and I were talking about this yesterday watching football. I just hate all the teams that moved to LA. Like, the Rams should still be in St. Louis. The Chargers it's, should still yeah. be in San Diego. I think Diego. the Chargers are the biggest thing. They should Yeah, have they should never still be in San, San Diego. Diego. There's a really... There's a uh, SB Nation vi- YouTube video. You know, they do those really good ones of, like, the they do the beef histories and yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's a really good one on the, the Rams leaving. Um, Why does LA need so many teams? St. Louis. I don't know. They don't even have like fans nobody cares who live about there. sports there exactly. when they're bad. Exactly. Every, no, this year everyone's like LA, the city of champions, Dodgers, Lakers. But like, it's go back impressive. five years to when the no, Lakers. It's sucked. also it's also not impressive when your team. When you have like so many more, you have LeBron teams. James and Anthony. It's Davis. like being like proud of being like a Florida sports fan when you realize that Florida has what three football teams, three baseball teams. Like yeah, I yeah. mean if you get like two out of ten, that's like twenty percent. That's, that's great. Like we have what we have we have four. How many states do we have? Uh, Fifty. You really have to ask that. No, in New England, do <laughs> you know the top? Of your oh, New, <laughs> New, oh, New oh, oh, uh, New England. What six? Uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine Connecticut. Count. Maine doesn't Rhode count. Island. So six. What do you mean oh, Maine doesn't, mean count? doesn't count? Nobody How does Maine not Maine? count? Only losers live in Maine. Man. Maine's wonderful, man. I love Maine. 
I have friends from the greater greater uh, Kennebunk area. <laughs> <laughs> not Kennebunkport, but the actual town of Kennebunk, which there's not much there. Yeah. Um, shout out. What was your point Maine, with New Hampshire, New Vermont, States. Massachusetts, Connecticut? I'm just saying, Rhode like, Island. we, Six. they have, like, we eight have sports teams in one city, and they're proud of it. And we have, like, however many t- Four teams for all of New England. And all of New England. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yep. We and built like, different. That's why I was mad when the Dodgers won the World Series. I didn't care that Mookie Betts got a ring. I was happy for him. I but mean, they should have won the World Series. I was upset that they won the World Series because I knew that their fans wouldn't appreciate it because their fans don't care. Like, I went to a Dodgers it's game. It's all over Sports Center right now. People partying in the streets of L.A. It's just because they have nothing else to do. Yeah, they don't... <laughs> that's all they do is they just party and go to the beach. They don't actually, like, do anything. I yeah. went to a Dodgers game a couple years ago. They show up in the fifth. They leave exactly. in the sixth. Exactly. Fairweather fans. They're there for like an inning, and then well, you gotta pay do attention it because to the you game. You're not going to be able to get home until like 2 a.m. if you don't do that. If you <laughs> true. Don't leave. That is but true. But they just show up. Like, they get their Dodger dog and their nachos. And just I've heard Dodger they scroll through. Instagram picture. Then they just scroll like, through like Tinder and take Instagram photos. Yeah. That's it. They don't. Yeah, you see like half the stadiums on their phone like the entire time. Like, And um, I don't know. I feel like the people who go to Dodgers games are like, so, what does a shortstop do? They just go because they can. They go so that they're like, oh, yeah, I was at the Dodgers game. We are deal. so lucky, and I don't think people understand that, but compared to the rest of the, the country, we are so lucky with our sports teams, and not just, yeah. well, obviously, with their success, but with the fans we have around here and most passionate fans in sports. We are spoiled. Yeah, we really are. Like, I've been, I've, I miss going to parades. Like, like, yeah. like that was a normal thing. I missed that. <laughs> and like, yeah. part of me was relieved when the Bruins didn't win the cup this year. I remember I was trying to figure out like how I was going to get to the Bruins uh, parade back. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. No, not this year. Um, last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah. I, yeah. What, what, I think we I all talked about going it. On. We were like, let's, yeah. let's go into Boston for game seven so that we could it was like during midterms or whatever. Yeah, was that's what it was. Yeah. We were all trying to figure out if we could leave and skip or it or finals. something. Right. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 And I remember we, we tried like, to... If the <laughs> Bruins win, it's going to be on this day. It's going to be How Tuesday. Get, <laughs> it, it was like that gap day in between yeah. finals. It fell on yeah, that. Yeah, we're trying to figure out which... And then they ended up not winning and now I feel like we jinxed it. Yeah, we... Oh, yeah, we 100%. But that was a trip anyway, so I don't feel too bad. Yeah, but yeah, Boston's just different. And but man, I was gonna say this, and this is a good time for me to go on this very short tangent. I miss going to baseball games, like in person. Oh, yeah. But like, just sit and imagine, like, what that's like. We're so disconnected from that. Like, even the simplest stuff is like walking down that really narrow tunnel that they have for some reason. Where yeah. on the side they have like the evolution of the logo. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you hear guys just screaming. Like I miss just walking just, out the tunnel awesome. and then you just get the Fenway vibe. Yeah. Like I am never gonna take going to a large gathering for granted ever again. Uh, yeah. I miss concerts. I missed out on three concerts. Yeah, like Also damn. the Dropkicks concert was like it was Saint Patrick's Day and we shut down the world like three days before. Exactly. Dude, I was pissed. That was horrible. Yeah. Can't believe it's been that long, actually. Like it's been time flew. It's man. been eight months. Time flew, which is honestly a good thing. I think that's part of the reason why twenty twenty, the baseball season, it's been felt the longest so year and the shortest year at the same time. Yeah, but like we weren't able to go to Red Sox games, so yeah. for me it almost felt like 
didn't even exist. Yeah, like, I know. It was just some weird thing like, on my could, TV. And then seeing it, I never want to see an empty Fenway again. That was depressing. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was it just, well. Here's the thing. And are then we the, gonna, the are guy we... on the crowd noise, like on a 10 second delay, a nice play, hey, and then it it wasn't <laughs> applause. Oh yeah, speaking of that, real Scary. quick, uh, neutral site World Series, no. At least we had fans, though. Yeah, I know, I know, but like they're th- they're thinking about doing it down the road. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. should we roast so Rob dumb. Manfred for a quick minute? Yeah, that was really <laughs> funny. Was he drunk? No, so it was his earpiece. He was hearing himself on a delay in the from the speakers in the stadium, and he really struggled with it. I, d- I want to. Uh, d- so congr- he wasn't like intoxicated. No. Yeah. But you I know was, what was I thought really he was funny? Like a stroke. I didn't yeah, know if I could so make did fun I. of him or I'm, not. Yeah, I but was then, like hesitant. I was like, now that we second. know that he was medically fine, and we can just yeah. roast him. There was a really good was, theory. Also, when they started booing him when he got up onto the stage, the look in his eyes it was like, like he was going to cry. Why are I, they booing me? What I did, did I kinda, ever do? I did kind of feel bad for him there. No, I he didn't. called the trophy a piece of metal. <laughs> All the players, no, all the players hate him. Imagine how hard he must have. He worked hard for the season to happen, man. Yeah, he's but he also really boneheaded things. But this season was tough, and just to see it end, even though it ended with Justin Turner running around infecting everyone, like <laughs> as as he stands, like looking at him, even though it ended like that, it's it's still impressive. I'm still happy he did that. Um, would I have booed him if I was in the stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, we made it through. I so they had an interesting theory on sports radio that because of COVID, he was locked up in his own box, like kind of by himself during Probably. the game. So he was so bored he had no other option but to just like just drink the whole game. So that's just what he did. And then <laughs> that he could sounds help like it. a Boston sports radio. Wait, say, I have to <laughs> speak end, now. At the end he was like, Oh man, I forgot they could have glitched this game. No. <laughs> Wait, why'd they take out Snell? <laughs> <laughs> that's not part of the plan. What are you he's doing? Calling, he's calling his, his owner buddies like, God, man, I can't uh, have you. I can't have you win this Ke- game. Kevin, why'd you take out Blake? <laughs> But okay, well that's good. I, I didn't know that explanation. I kind of <laughs> forgot about it once. Uh, oh, we have yeah. breaking news. Jeff Luna is suing the Astros for twenty-two million dollars. Okay, he was the cause of that problem in yeah, Houston. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Wait. What? Why? Yeah. Why would he? What? He, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's it's <laughs> it's the equivalent of suing states to do a recount when you've lost <laughs> yeah. by four million votes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I shout out my Twitter at the end? Can I shout do out? Do it right Twitter now. Yeah, now? do it. My Twitter's G. My last name, G. Jacob Smyre. Sound it out. Jason follows me, so it'll pop up if you follow him. Yeah, sure. Quality content. I think that's how it works. Is that how it works? Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't tweet a whole lot. I'm not very good at Twitter. Um, I was on a hot stretch in Twitter a couple funny, a while back. But I don't. I don't know. I don't tweet a whole lot. But you should follow me. Um, we've had some good discussions, so now it's rapid fire time for two different segments. The first one, I wrote down a bunch of names to watch in free agency, and we're just going to go with um, like a, a sign or pass. Socks or not? Sure. Okay. Would they be a member of the socks or not? Socks or not? So- so- socks or it, not? It kind of rolls off that, the tongue. Exactly. You need like a um, socks or... Socks or not? Nah. Socks or feet. We should get a bell. <laughs> if, if we have the ability to keep doing these in person, we should get like a bell... So when we have segments like this, we can like ring it for yeah for yes and like do something else for no and a buzzer yeah can ask you yeah. for, for some of those. 
Yeah. All right. Socks or not? <laughs> um, here we go. Trevor Bauer. No. I'd like it, but oh. no. Wait, is this on? Do we think he's gonna come, or do we want him? That's uh, an important, that's an important distinction. <laughs> that's, that's that's very important. <laughs> um, both kind of. So is it like? Is it realistic? Yeah, sure. Would you like him, and would it happen? Fair. Okay, yeah. we can do that. So Trevor Bauer would be no because it's very unrealistic. I'd like him, but it's not gonna happen. So yeah, I'd say, say no. I don't think Boston no. makes sense for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Odorizzi. Mm. I'd like to see it. I think he can be a number three I mean, starter, like I mentioned. Price. I think but he yeah, can be a number three. He'd starter. be solid. John Lester. Yes. Socks. Socks. Sure. Yeah, I'll take him. Marcus Stroman. You're not. You're not gonna get him. Not. Socks. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably not gonna get him. I don't even really yeah. want him that much. I don't know. Yeah. He's too short for Boston. Yeah. yeah. That 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 would be a problem on WEI. Like. They would have a whole entire like day dedicated. Marcus Stroman gave up five runs last night. Felger would go wild oh with Marcus Stroman. Yeah, imagine those guys actually Tony care Maz. about baseball. Come on now, Mike. He's too short, Mike. He's too short, Mike. <laughs> you want this guy pitching for your team? He's too short. He can't even reach a top shelf. <laughs> He's 140 pounds. He can't generate velocity. My 12 year old nephew is bigger. Hey, mass mass <laughs> equals gas. That's the rule I was. <laughs> yeah, that's why I suck at baseball. <laughs> Rick Borsello. Not. He's I think that ship has sailed. He's depressed, not. Yeah, like, I didn't even realize. He signed a one-year deal with the Mets, but I think that ship has sailed. one year? Yeah. thought it was two. Nope. Um, Kevin Gosman. Socks. Sure. I would love him, except if we signed him, then we lose a draft pick because they gave him a qualifying offer. So, no. What? It, what? We need draft picks. What? If you offer someone a qualifying offer and he... If who offers someone a qualifying offer? The team offer. that he's a free agent from, like, so the Giants... I think it was on the Giants. Yeah. Like, if we offered JBJ a qualifying offer, mm-hmm. then we would get a draft pick if he signed somewhere else. Oh, I didn't even know that. Wow. I'm really qualified um, so to be on no. this podcast. Garrett Richards. Yes. Just because of his name. We know Garrett's always panned out. He's a Garrett cool Gilbert mustache. panned out yesterday. Uh, Garrett Richards, I think, is underrated. So yep. I, I Socks. Like him. I can see it. Socks. Corey Kluber. That's an interesting Not one, too. Probably. Can't stay healthy. Yeah. One start with the Rangers. Depending on what price we can get Only him for, one? I would consider. Mm-hmm. He got hurt in his first start. Yeah, what was he? What was the injury again? I, don't, I think he got hit in the. He got hit. He broke his arm on a comebacker. Imagine the rotation yeah. of Chris Sale, Eduardo Rodriguez, Corey Kluber. Yeah, it, it all depends on that price. So yeah. when you're dealing right with price, injuries, you don't know. Consider socks. Pound the socks button. Yeah. You don't know what his market is when you deal with injuries. That right. is so true. I, I think there's uncertainty wrinkle. around him for sure. It's definitely a, a mm-hmm. good option. I think. Um, Anthony DiScalfani. <laughs> Not because I can't pronounce his name. Checks out to me. I could s- that maybe. I kind of like him. They he- call him Disco in Cincinnati. I know that. So that's kind of cool. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I can see him as like a depth guy maybe or maybe like a back rotation guy maybe. Jose Quintana, no. I don't even want to know I put that there. Um, <laughs> I saw an article that said he was going to the Red Sox. Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton. Socks. Got a Boston name. Socks. Charlie Morton. I mean, the Rays are going to get him back, but Sox. Heim yeah. Bloom could get his guy back. That is true. Uh, Maybe he could weasel in. I can in see it. Sox, Charlie Morton. Charlie. Uh, Drew Smiley. No, not. Ship has sailed on him a long time ago. I don't know much He was good like now. six he years ago. He was good with the 2014 Tigers. That's what I remember. Really impressive. So I nailed it six years ago. Yep. That was out of nowhere. Uh, Alex Wood would have been great like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going to skip to the bullpen. Shane Green. Give me him. Socks. Socks. I would say so too, yeah. 
Brad Hand. Not. Little lefty closer, no? Not. He relies on two pitches, and he looked atrocious against the Yankees. I agree. I think there are better options. How many pitches did Kimbrell have? Well, two. An occasional third, but yeah, like... (laughs) (laughs) Are you cutting the fastball? I don't know. Fastball, curveball. I don't know. Brad Hand, he's kind of hard to watch I think there are better options. Yeah. Better options like Ken Giles. Socks. No. No. 100 miles, Giles. I'm targeting Liam Hendricks as my guy, Liam Hendricks. Well, yes. That, yes. He is the number one bullpen arm available. And I think the Red Sox need to go after the number one bullpen arm even more than the number one Give the Aussie guy. however much money he wants. Yeah. I would, I would love Liam Hendricks He's a sick accent, cool, too. Like. Then you got Blake Trinan. Sox. So my goal is Liam Hendricks as the closer, then either Shane Green or Blake Trinan as the setup guy. That's, a, that's wishful right. thinking, but that would be awesome. Yeah, but if they're willing to spend, then you got to go out and get bullpen guys. Brandon Workman. Not nope. It's all right. Yeah, it's we already, we I'm, I'm done. You with You know him. what? We we moved on. He was good for a while. Good. He Definition did his, he of the ship thing, has sailed. Yeah. Sean Doolittle. I, I love yeah, Sean Doolittle. Socks. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. Kind of in the back end of his career, so maybe we can get him cheaper and he can still be good. Mm-hmm. Lefty. We need lefties. A little southpaw. Trevor Rosenthal. He's had a complete resurgence of his career. Yeah, I think he could be a decent Socks. option. Socks. Socks. Although. You know what? He's been so good. Socks. In, he's been so good in San Diego. It's only fitting that the Red Sox would pay him more than he's Way worth. Way too much. He would suck. <laughs> that would happen. So yeah. I don't know. Um, outfield George Springer. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know, but happened. like, well, what's their consensus on Ben Attendee? Is he gonna be our outfielder of the next four? I mean, I they're gonna keep running him out there I think until this he, year is his last shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marcel Ozuna. Socks. Give him to me, please. I, I've wanted most Marcel Ozuna since he, like, when he was a free agent, I wanted them since to get him. Since that season I love with him. the Marlins. With the monster wall in left, righty hitter, pull hitter. I mean, he hit he a hit lot of home runs against at Fenway us this in that year. game. I would love it. He can play left field. He can figure out the wall. Ben Attendee can figure out center. I remember that. Yep. I, mean, I would he love it. nukes. I would love it. I need it. Um, Jock Peterson, no. No. Not Kevin Pala. Nah. If we can get him, I why mean, not? Sure. JBJ's gone. Take yeah. Pilar. Give me a, another one-year deal on the cheap. Because sure. if depth. Ben Attendee's bad, then you got Pilar. I don't know. If he's still a free agent in like February or whatever like he was this year, go for it. If he's a free agent in February, socks. What about second base? We need to address that. Do we that. need to get someone for second base, or are we comfortable with Michael Chavis? <laughs> Pedroia? 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 <laughs> he was activated off the IL. They, yeah, but there yeah. was also reports saying they're just going to give up and he's going to retire. Yeah, I know. That is what's going to happen. So, Well, that's kind of the plan. He was on the IL to get the rehab. Hear me out. The team, right? Trade for Lindor. Put Bogarts at second, Lindor at short. Yes, mess up Bogarts' is the whole put, thing. No, Lindor at second. Yeah, you move Lindor. Why? Lindor is so a way player. better defender. You, yeah, you move the worst player. You move the, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least that's my, that's my theory. I don't know. Um, Marcus Semien's a free agent, though. That's where I was going Not, with that. No? Why? Nah. Why? He seems like the perfect A's guy. Okay. <laughs> um, DJ LeMahieu? Gonna be uh, way too much money, I think. Yeah, way too God, much money. But guy. it would be it would be like poetry if he left the Yankees for the Red Sox. I would just he's never. A, stop he's smiling. a great story, though. Yeah, Jonathan Scope 
slash Jerickson Provar slash Colton Wong slash Tommy Lestella. One of those. Hell That's a really long name. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't funny at all. Jerickson Provar is that. so bad. One of those guys, maybe if they want a second base option. Maybe Scope. I would, I could I would see be scope. more willing with Scope yeah. because he could use the ball. Yeah, righty power. Great. That was socks or not. Nailed it. Socks or not. Now let's rapid fire the questions. Oh, that's my job. That we do have. Let's go, baby. Question. Socks, kid? Socks, Socks. kid. Socks. <laughs> okay. Free agent trade predictions. We talked about that. Good job, yeah, guys. Did. Should the Socks have made a qualifying offer to JBJ? No. no. He would have accepted it. It's like $18 million. Yeah, you want to pay him $18 million? Better, better answer than, like, quicker answer I thought you guys were going to give. Okay, good, perfect. Uh, expectations for next year? Good, hopefully. No, wait, Solid. no expectations. Um, Reserving judgment. Reserve judgment. <laughs> <laughs> um, tank for Trevor, Lawrence, or Fields? I would say Fields is not worth the pick. No, and Trevor. You're not going to get All Trevor day. Lawrence. No, no. Hear me We've out. been over this. No, hear me out. If the Pats lose tonight to the Jets and then and don't they lose win a single game after yeah, that. Yeah, and they lose to the Jets again. I don't they think tie, they still. They tie, and then the Jets hold the tiebreaker, which pushes them to two. Oh, the Jets the Pats still up hold to the one. Trevor. Trevor Lawrence to the Pats. Make it happen. William. Tom Brady didn't look so, so yes. good last night. He did not? When did Jameis Winston change his last name to Brady? <laughs> That's what I was thinking during the game yesterday. Yeah, the, the heaves downfield to Antonio Brown didn't seem like the best strategy when the guy just got I on thought the Tampa roster. trolled so hard last night when they put in Jameis. They didn't let him throw the ball because they knew he was going to throw a pick. But like, <laughs> I didn't watch the I didn't watch that far. I was buried in. My I was I was over. really disappointed. I turned on the game and saw it was like thirty something to zero and just laughed. I I was convinced that was not Tom Brady last night. My fantasy team has Antonio Brown and Thomas on it though, so that's dope. But anyway, all right, here we go. Yep. Bench coach? Good oh, question. Yeah. We didn't talk we about Sam Fold. Although I would that's love not Sam Fold. It, although uh, it's the manager's it's choice. That's not how that works. So no co- oh, um, Dustin Majora? Majora? <laughs> Veritech. Get Veritech in there finally. We've been waiting Honestly, for this. Honestly, it could be It Veritech. really should be Veritech. I think Pedroia is going to have a job with the Red Sox too, but it, I don't know what it would be. It really should be Veritech. It should be Veritech. Um, is re-signing Brock, Brock Holt even a possibility? They probably would, like Joey. It's said, probably well, not a possibility, it but it'd be awesome. It's a possibility in terms of he's a free agent and we're a baseball team. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. He still lives uh, in the area too. Um, I saw a report saying. Wait, oh, Jose Perez is gone, which means that Brock can come back. Yeah, but I don't know. By the way, random. I was looking at the Red Sox roster, and there's a lot of people we need to get rid of. Like you look at it and you got Ra- want a rapid fire like rapid fire, fire some people you're fired yeah. you're fired you're fired right. um, Matt Barnes fired you're fired Ryan Brazier wait 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 we forgot about Yohan Ibar I'm not counting that guy I fired don't know who that is Gone. Brazier fired See Brewer fired no Bre- Keith Brewer Brewer's kind of good okay well all right He's Austin good. Bryce friend of the show friend of the show uh, keep 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 Valdi Vol- keep love that guy Matt Hall get out of here See Kyle ya. Hart get out of here Darwinson keep keep Hauk keep Chris Matza. Matza's all right. He's all right. Keep him. He Pavetta. wears stirrups. It's cool. Pavetta good. <laughs> Martin Perez. Why is he still on the roster? What? I don't know why he's still know. on the roster. Whatever. Chris Jeffrey Sale? Springs. I get say out we of keep here. Chris Sale. Um, that's a tough one. Hot take, bro. Yeah. Jeffrey Springs. See ya. Robert Stock. Gone. Bye bye. Josh Taylor. Keep. Cool. Phillips Valdez. Whatever. Marcus Walden. Bye. Oh. Okay. I thought well, he was bye. really I bad. I really this year. could not care less. Ryan Weber, get off my team. I said he was going to be like a Cy Young caliber pitcher. 
Um, Peace out. Ploiecki's good. Vasquez, Javis. The Plowster. Yario Munoz. Moon, I can never say He was kind of cool. Might as well Munoz. keep him on the back end of the bench. Pedroia. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Just keeps coming up. Christian Arroyo. I'd keep him. He's a former first-round like, pick. He was nice. Minors. Yeah, keep him. Jonathan Stash Aruz. him in Worcester. I'm done with Jonathan Aruz. He's good, but I don't. Yeah. Ah, Return him back to Houston. Whatever. I think that's an option. Um, That's good. That's yep, CJ Chatham. That. That's enough of that. We're good. Nice, guys. Back to okay. the questions. Um, Ed Mayo, 15, says, Saw reports saying Ozuna was working out with Cora and Erod. Does that mean anything? No, they're just friends. But yeah, it I could mean, mean something. Like they Kevin could Ploiecki be- played golf with Shane Bieber, but I don't think Shane Bieber's coming to the Sox. <laughs> I would See, love, that it. You say I that. love it. <laughs> if our backup catcher has enough pull to get Shane Bieber <laughs> to the Sox. <laughs> um, Joey. Nikon Cinco, Alex Cora, Ganon, Cotton, El Equipo, K, Jugaron, La Temporada Corta. C. You're supposed to tell what me what that means, bro. Uh, Just give us a guess. <laughs> you uh, don't know Alex what the- Cora win. Good, oh, he got Alex the name. Cora win with the team. Um, yes, he win with team. <laughs> Can he win with the team with Go team. players quickly? Would he win quickly? I think that's yes. What it, yes. Good players on. I team. don't know if you translated that correctly, but I'm impressed. You got the, at least the name right. I it, could have gotten. It's very convincing. Core, like that could be what it said. It could be. I took yeah. Spanish three years ago. So. Well, tempor that means that's two, a that's a two. time thing. That means yeah. like that comes and from cor- Latin. Corta is short. So quickly, I'd say would. Bibliotech. Yeah. Yeah, like like tempura. That's Latin something for like time, right? So so if that's short, like in a yeah. short time. I mean, like, did I ever pay attention in Spanish? No. <laughs> All right. Is if Mookie makes it to the Hall of Fame, is he going in a Red Sox? No. No. What? Unfortunately, it's sad. I yeah, keep thinking Dodgers. about that. There's like he's going to be wearing a Dodgers hat. It's going to yeah. be like David Ortiz's Unle- time with the the Twins. Unless something completely unexpected happens. Not really he though. He's won a World Dodgers. Series. Yeah, no, that was a dumb. That was yeah. That's not accurate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's fair. You had the right spirit. It's going to um, be like A Rod's time with the Mariners. Who's winning the AL East? Can I quickly say like what is it? Reserve judgment. We're not going to make a take right now on that. Is that the Rays, Yankees, Orioles, or Blue Jays. One of those four teams. Is that going to have to be the title of this episode? Reserve, reserve judgment? judgment. Reserve judgment? Yeah. Sure. Or Cora's back. No. Reserve we need judgment. a pun. Rotten to the Cora when he left. Socks are now. That was a good one. Cora um, turn. No. Core. No, um, you can do something with like core, like core. Apple core. No, not apple. No. Um, <laughs> core. Co- core congratulations. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> Not cutting cor- coroners. Core cor- <laughs> values. Core values. <laughs> I don't know. You you do that. We'll You're work the on that. Creative director. We'll work here. on that. All right. Who are the favorites for Bloom to sign? Um, we talked about Trevor. Baseball Herb, players. Hopefully. Anybody yeah, you've so. never heard of is probably the favorite. Yep. <laughs> um. Dude, should the Red Sox explore trading for Mookie Betts back, man? I, <laughs> yeah, I let's wish. do it. I like that question. Let's do it. Yeah, um, let's give him. Let's give him um, Jeter Downs and Alex Verdugo and see what happens. <laughs> oh, don't forget Connor Wong. Oh yeah, that's the big piece in all of this. He's the catcher of the future. Nice. I said uh, the yeah. best offensive catcher in ever. Who would you would you like the Red Sox to get Andrew Miller? No, no, what? The ship has sailed. Like maybe like seven years ago. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't? Well, he was on the Red Sox seven years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we traded him we for Eduardo Rod. Yeah. yeah, that was a good trade. Good trade. 
Um, 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 can Cora, br- can Cora bring us back to our former glory? Uh, yeah. Can he drive? Who do you think Cora can help? Do you think Cora can help bring Lindor and Springer from the Astro? That's what I'm saying, Lindor. Uh, why do you put in parentheses? Puerto Rico? That's what it is. Yeah, because Lindor is... Puerto Rican. According to that guy, Puerto Rican, I cannot confirm that. He is. Okay. You can't if you just that. Google it. Um, George Maybe? Springer is from Connecticut. Oh, who wins? Who wins the? Who wins the AL Cy Young? Shane Bieber should be. Trevor unanimous. Bauer when he get him on the Red Sox. Chris Sale. No, not no. Chris. Sale. Oh, I thought they meant yeah. this year because it should be a unanimous oh. Shane Bieber. Yeah, that didn't happen yet. Mm-mm. That should be Shane Bieber. Oh, maybe, maybe that I is. I thought what the Shane Bieber's is. not an MVP finalist. I was surprised. That's actually neither is my question. Is yeah. Yeah, Shane Bieber um, should be unanimous. He was yeah. far and away the best pitcher. But there's always one idiot just votes like some random like guy like the like guy who uh, didn't like I don't even know Jeter. Yeah, Jeter wasn't was uni- unanimous. Was it Jeter? Who was the one? Yeah, Jeter wasn't unanimous. Rivera was. Yeah, but there was one guy who voted no for Jeter. I think right, mm-hmm. something like that. And there were like three people who didn't for Griffey. Yeah, I don't like those people. Like the baseball writers are like, I'm not gonna vote for Ken Griffey Jr. because his all time was on backwards. His all time Zorp was a negative point one three. No, it's a, it's a dumb idea with the Hall of Fame is that like this guy shouldn't get in his first year. He should have to wait till his third. It's like it's this stupid idea. In. Yeah. That like if if you believe the guy should get in, vote for him. Don't be like put man in the in. Hall of Fame. I forget who someone on MLB you know? Network said it should be a feel thing. Like when you hear that name, are they a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Well, it should be immediate because that's I that's a common thought. Like what I'm saying right now is not like a. That's like a common thing. It's like I think they should get in, but they should have to wait. Like yeah. why? Why? Because there's some sort of prestige to being a yeah, first whole, ballot like, Hall of Famer. Oh, he's absolutely a Hall of Famer, but not first ballot. That's dumb. Like he's either a Hall of Famer or he's not. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I mean I get Where? it like that. It's just to separate tiers of Hall of Famers. But so, it's stupid. Yeah. Why are you separating a tier of the best of the best? I don't, I don't know, get man. It. I don't know. Yeah, but that's all it's I stupid. Can, I understand that, but it that doesn't really I get make it, but it doesn't difference. really because you're not gonna yeah, remember it exactly really, unless you're unanimous. Those are questions. Oh wow, he only got in his fourth year. He wasn't an A plus Hall of Famer. Yeah. Is that it for questions? That's it for questions. All right. Well. Well. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I've missed that, it. It was boys. great to be back in person. I've missed it, boys. Yeah. So, let's see. It's been a Do long this again time. 264 days. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I really don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. So, our last episode in person was right before a uh, lockdown and pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so, you think we're going to get another lockdown and yeah, pandemic? I mean, Just saying. I think we're, we are we're too. in like a half lockdown right now with that Baker curfew. Yeah, I d- bro, I if I'm gonna get pulled over, you're not getting pulled over. I've been over, been over so this. It's a, wa- it's a waste of time. Why would they pull you over? You could just say, "Oh, I was at the grocery store." Yeah, I don't it, care what time it is, but like. So yeah, it was great to be back in person. Um, I have absolutely no idea when our next episode is gonna be. I mean, if you think about honest, it, like one of us could have Rona right now. <laughs> True, we could I hate all. To say it. Why would you I hate say to that? Say Why would you say I'm that, bro? Speaking it out of existence. That's not how it works. On that note, that should do it for love this you. week's love episode. Love you guys. Uh, again, I don't really know when we'll be back, but we do still have a podcast, so we will be back. Um, Follow me maybe on Twitter. Maybe that Alex oh, kid banter. should consider showing up one of these days. Yeah, who knows what he's doing. Alex, if you're Probably listening. swimming. Like if you're listening. Loser, like a fish. If you're listening, is still, fish swimming's boy. still not a sport. Ha, ha, ha. Let everyone, let's make fun of the athlete. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm stuck at home. Never mind. Um, go Red loser. Sox.
Welcome back, Alex Cora, my manager. Welcome yes, home. sir. Um, come on the podcast whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome anytime. Alex, I love you. I love I mean, you. Everything bad I've said about you in the past. From this room? Yeah, come on over. I mean, look, he, Alex Cora is right there. The Alex Cora bobblehead is relevant again. I can... I can show that show off. Show it with pride. Yeah. Alex, everything I've said about you in the past was just facetious. Um, <laughs> if you want to come on the podcast, please do. Yeah. I'll give you some of those really nice sugar cookies from the gas station. I got some M&Ms. You can ask <laughs> some of those. Yep. Uh, anytime you want, Alex Cora, come back. Or come on. <laughs> for, yeah. And then you can come back. We can you, find we a can seat We can make you a regular. You. Um, we can't offer you any money. <laughs> Sure we can. Yeah, we can. Well, yeah, you want. I make no- I make like four dollars in tips of eight hours of work now. <laughs> That's going um, right to you, Alex Cora. If you would like a cut of that, I don't know if I can afford to give it all to you, but if you'd like a cut, come on the podcast, Alex. I can get you free calzones. You can. Yep. Can you get me free calzones? I think so. I don't know. He's no Alex Cora. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's something. Right. Sorry, sorry. Bro. That's a special deal. Yeah. AC. Zoom the camera in on my face. All right. Well, I love AC. all of you. I love all of you. Have a wonderful show up one of these days, day or night. Show up in my attic. <laughs> Come to Jason's attic. We will appreciate you. You Thank are you. such. Are you? You're never going to be able to like interview rough. for a job. <laughs> you're just going to be like. You're gonna walk it. I I I, would, I deserve I would this like, position I like because I appreciate you. <laughs> please like, hire me. I would like one job, please. <laughs> um, I would like to work here, bro. Please. You talk on the, you talk on the phones at work. You really like this? Or you talk on the. How phones do you answer the phone? Work? Answer the phone right now. Westford Pizza. <laughs> it's so lame. We should nice. do a live show. Like this, and just answer people's questions. I was literally we just gonna say we should do another call. We're gonna do that. Where we have Ooh, that. that should be our Christmas We're do that. special. Christmas special, bro. What? We ain't gonna be able to be in person at Christmas. That is so true. Yeah, right Thanksgiving like, special. Because we, 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 we thanksgive to our fans. Because we gotta be. We gotta like yes. do as much as we, we can. Thanksgive. <laughs> we gotta do as much as we can before we go into lockdown. We're gonna do a Thanksgiving special live show. Book it. Uh, maybe. Put put an asterisk next to it. Um, Pencil it in. No, no. Put it Have in an eraser no, handy. No, 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 no. Put it in an erasable pen. Use a dry erase board. Yeah, because that way you, you yeah, yep. yeah, yep. better for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> guys, I mailed a package today for the first time by myself. <laughs> what good was job. it? It was a gift to my girlfriend. Oh, it was a bunch of snacks. It wasn't that big, good of a gift, but I made a really good drawing. <laughs> Two stick figures holding hands and arrows. Me, you. Yeah, yeah. I draw myself a stick figure with like these giant muscles. Yeah, a stick figure with just circles going down the arm. With see, when you do that, you I could also make her shorter than me, so I don't have to accept the reality that she's only Starting. like an inch under me. Oh, yeah, it's rough. Joey, they every girl you've ever spoken to is taller than you. That's not true. Really? Yeah. My yeah. mother is shorter than me. She is? Yeah. Why don't you have an accent like her? Because I grew up in the United States. She grew up in Ireland. Ireland. I, I mean, I can do an Irish accent do it. pretty good. I need a sentence. Um, Put the shrimp on the barbie. Fair play to the Red Sox down there. They're doing great things. You know, Bloom. I'm very excited for what he has to offer to the table this, uh, this year. 
uh, coronavirus. Um, I hope it goes away soon because I'd like to be back at Fenway Park. If really we ever good. do anything where we have to like announce something, that's happening. Yes. You're good with impressions. You're bilingual. Joey's our impression expert. Joey, you're bilingual. You can speak English and then English that's really hard to understand. Yep. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the TikTok you made that was that great success. That Sign off it? the podcast in Borat voice. All right. Oh, um, we we're not done? No, this is all great. Jack Smatch, <laughs> I'm here with two men talking about the Red Sox baseball club. We see you later. Thanksgiving. Jenkui. Beautiful. <laughs> Drop the bike. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs>